Serenissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair and beauty source and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today. Arganissima New York. Your beauty is our duty. Folks, welcome back to the Morocco channel, the Sales World channel, with your host, Hurricane Age. But this time, I have a co-host. We're having a duel, a dynamic duel uh, today uh, in the first with a dear friend of mine uh, and a colleague, you know, uh, and uh, someone I've known for many years and also someone that's been on our channel. And we've uh, had her as a guest, you know, on the Morocco channel uh, it's been about a year, actually. <laughs> Literally. Almost. Yeah, it's been about a year. But don't forget, we have met. I, I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was good, right? We we had to we, catch up. Now, now you're in Canada. I'm in the U.S. But but you know what? This is the Morocco channel. As the question is, what is the Morocco channel? Is really a channel. First is the first English-speaking channel for Moroccans. And so that's the first piece of it. The other one is highlights, it highlights the Moroccans of the world. And or business of the Moroccans in the world or interest in Morocco and Morocco in general. So that's kind of like the concept. So if you're watching and you want to know what the Morocco channel is, that's what it is. Now, Bushra uh, is, again, a friend of mine. We've, you know, gone to the same university and uh, we've separated for 30 years and, you know, uh, we have different paths. And today we're going to talk about the subject that probably everybody needs to know about or at least talks about every other day. And that is, you know, career paths entrepreneurship, business, uh, yes, no, nine to five, working for myself, working for others, uh, you know, the traditional way versus the non-traditional way. So, Bushra, what do you think of that, right? We, we're going to do this together. Absolutely. So, first of all, thank you for having me. Oh, no, thank you. This, uh, is, this is both of us now. <laughs> so, sorry? I said we're both the guests here. I mean, we're both the the the, the hosts yeah. of, of the show. There's no okay, guests. Okay, <laughs> that, that's that's cool. That's cool. That's uh, that's uh, always uh, nice to see you. I it's been a you know, pleasure seeing you in New York this last uh, last January, and uh, now we are talking about the subject that I think most people have struggles with, or maybe they will have struggle, and it's good to see different. Uh, perspective especially for people like us who left Morocco and start their life in America uh, like Canada and the United States and we've thought that nine to five job and the good one is the ideal the dream at least that's how I felt about it when I found my my last job which is really good I am so grateful for it but then something happened. Something happened. Whether we are not happy in the workplace, whether it's toxic, whether we are not fulfilled, whether we are lost. Huh? Sometimes we are really lost. Sorry, we, I, I lost my... So that's what can happen. That's like... I've never thought I would think about 
leaving the nine to five job, which was a dream before. What do you think? Well, that is the dilemma, right? And I think uh, anyone, especially our friends and you know, and uh, folks from from Morocco or from all over the world. As a matter of fact, this is a general topic. I think everybody uh, needs to you know at least address this one one at a day or another. I think worldwide, the consensus or the tradition is very simple. You are taught from the beginning of days when you are a kid. You go into school, and the first thing that you start hearing from your parents and your entourage, like, "Hey, you need to go to school." elementary this that the other high school college and why so you can get into a job and a career and work and and you know become you know in a career path nicely up there and just you know reach the highest point that you can and eventually retire at 65 or or later it depends on the country you can retire sooner in some and, and later than others but that's like really the traditional trajectory from from what everybody knows whether you're in the West, the East, everywhere in the world, Morocco specifically, that's the tradition. And then you have the options. You can work. Uh, people go to colleges. Depends what college you go in, especially. So you have the folks that actually take some real specialty, engineering, you know, uh, medicine, and all these things. And those are specialized schools. And and their cat, their 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 paths are different. The categories are different, and the trajectory are different because they they either work for government and. Probably in, in Morocco, for example, you have to at least work a couple of years before you actually, you know, transit into a private. And or if you study overseas and come back, you can open your own, you know, practice and, and that's it. So that's one. But then you have the average person that goes to the general university and eventually they start, you know, by looking for a job in an administration or maybe a corporate form, you know, one way or the other business. Uh, mm -hmm. The majority of people in Morocco, for example, and since this is a Morocco channel, pretty much get out and they work for the traditional administration of, you know, ministries, government and things like that. And then you have another percentage with the industrialization in Morocco and more enterprises and more investments and different industries coming into the, the play. They have literally got themselves into the businesses. So you have corporations now in Casablanca, Tangier, you have all these these free zones and things like that. There's a lot of things, you know, telecommunication and things like that. So they have that. Either way, whether you work for the government, administration, or private, it has pros and cons, but that's one way of the path. The other path is, which is not being taught to a lot, but some people do have that. You know, because I, when I grew up, I mean, I had friends whose parents were business people. And the kids went to school, but their main objective is to come and run the business of the family. So that's another group. But for so we have the bucket one, we all go to school, and then we divide. We start going into either administration, government, or private enterprise, or literally start your own, or build mm. work and, and really enhance right. the business of the family. Either one of those sounds great, but over time, my experience, to your point, is that you want to work, 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 and you want to achieve the highest ranking, and then what's the end of the line? Where do you go from there? That's that's really been the biggest question. Like, you know, how long can you do it, by the way? That's the other question. I mean, I, I know for just, just parents, members of the family, and other friends, the way it works is, in Morocco specifically, they start, 
as soon as they finish high school or college, man, high school will not do much for you in Morocco, at least mm -hmm. college, you know, four years university. or better. Yeah. So, but university, yeah, for, for our folks in Morocco, we, we refer to it as college here in the States. So, but yeah, university is, is, is more appropriate. College in Morocco would be actually high school, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, but, but, but the idea is that you graduate and now you start a job. How long do you think you're going to be working in that job? Now, if you work in the administration, chances are you're going to work nine to five. Actually, I don't know if Morocco, they do nine to five. I mean, they have different schedules. They, they um, started, some, some do something. Pretty some flexible. Pretty yeah. flexible. But so usually those people, they, they stay there until they get retired. Well, that's the thing. You start a job and for the most part, you stay within the same job role and 30, 40 years later, you're about to retire and that's it. You have a pension and now you're like, what's next? You're older, you're sicker, whatever the case may be. So that's the big, that's one big question. Then those that work for the private sector, well, you know, there is the dilemma of, do you keep the job? You get fired. You don't like the job. And we're going to talk about all the, I guess, the intricate work place. And, and we're going to talk mm -hmm. about that from personal experiences, relationships, you know, uh, disgruntled, you know, bosses or, or, or employees, colleagues, whatever, all these things are, are you know, can happen. And then we'll talk about, you know, Bushra, I think it's important to talk about the idea of opening your own business and how hard is it. And then we want to clarify for our dear friends in Morocco that, you know, and by the way, Morocco and the world, because it's the same thing, you know, the dream when people want to move from one country to the other and they see that it's going to be like extremely different. And yes, and most people say, well, you guys are already in Canada and the US, you know. What do you know? You already did, been there and done that, right? But, you know, many people are dreaming to do the same. And yes, it is a dream, and but it comes with a price. And I think we need to highlight what that price is because a lot of, you know, people think it might be easy. I mean, when you get off the, the, the plane, <laughs> you know. You'll find dollars. Is, yeah, the dollars are waiting for you. You get two suitcases right off the, the bat. No, that's not how it works. So we're going to talk about all this. So again, that was a big, you know, breakdown of like the different concepts. So let's dive into it. So Bushra, let's talk about the first one, the the parenthood or the parent teaching. Grow to, go to school so you can become, you know, an executive or someone, you know, as we say in French, you know, someone of authority in the government or administration. What do we say to so, that? <laughs> so like, let's talk about my experience. Like for me, when I did the, the university, uh, as we say back plus two, I said enough, enough university. I I want to I want to work. My dad told me at the time, no, you finish. You don't need to work right now. But the expectation was to have that back plus quatre, right? And then to have better job, an executive role, right? So that's what I did, back plus quatre, and the executive role. But it came with package of problems, of trauma, of, <laughs> of disappointment. To the point I just said, this is not for me. Maybe there is a better life elsewhere. So that's where the idea to, to come and finish my, my master in, in Canada came. Bushra, yeah. let's hold that. Let's hold that thought. So, yeah. so it is important. So, there's two things. You know, the importance of parents and decision making 
in Morocco is probably higher than in maybe in other countries the same compared to the West. You know, it's a little different in the West. There's a good chance that your parents will say, okay, do what, what you feel right. You know, but even in the U S even in the States, even in Canada, you know, I've had many shows where we talked about this, where parents have expectations that you're going to go to school and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. But the difference, I think in, it, there's a cultural piece. There is, there's an expectation piece, you know, in Morocco. And also it depends on the family status. If the family is well off and they don't think that, you know, I don't want my kids to get off school now. I want them to finish the school so they can have the highest potential opportunity. That's one. Two, we can even talk about the gender piece because in Morocco, that's a big decision. A girl versus a guy. And by the way, it's all equal, but that's not equal in a way, but it's not as equal because parents are still, at least in our days, you know, the, you know, you're my daughter. I want you to stay home for as long as possible, you know, until you, you're ready to go. Uh, boys, maybe it's a little different for the guys. So that's how it was at least, you know, 30 plus years ago. Uh, it's changed. But the concept where parents have a certain expectation, that's the, 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 because when I was a kid, same thing, same rule, you know, gender or no gender, it doesn't matter. We're all the same here. What it was like, hey, listen, you got to finish school. So you can be able to to get a job and be an executive mm -hmm. and make enough money because that was the whole idea is you're going to work yeah. so you can make money and, and the highest education you have, the better job you have an opportunity of, of being in a better position. You want to be a director, an executive director, VP, uh, you know, a, a CEO, whatever, the highest you're going to rank up, you know, in education, the better. And remember what I said earlier, those groups that are in medicine, dentistry and, and other things. They're different because they finish their their doctorate and their programs and they start a practice and that's it. And they're already in, in a higher category, if you want to call it financially. But if for those that go to regular university or specialized universities, they still have to actually earn that rank and get into a business or an enterprise or a government and then work up the ranks. And you said it, Vaz Busher. You get there and it's not PG, it's not a camping, you know, uh, you know, trip. It is tough. People watching right now, if you're, if you're new, if you're a younger person in college trying to get somewhere, in university trying to get somewhere in a career path, you need to probably pay attention to what we're going to say. And you don't have to take it from us. We're just sharing our, you know, experiences, you know, and we've had quite a bit of time <laughs> doing different things and exactly. transiting through a lot of things. But, you know, you can, you're going to do what you need to do. And I always give advice for people. It's your own life. Make the choices. We're not giving you, you know, uh, uh, a directive, but we're giving you an opinion. We're giving you some of our experiences, and that's it. So, Bushra, sorry, I, I didn't cut you. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I wanted to highlight the idea of the importance of the parents, you know, literally deciding on how we do things when we are a kid in Morocco. Mm -hmm. And I think even in the US or Canada, it's to a similar degree, but a lesser impact because you can still say no dad, no mom. In Morocco, the chance of you saying no dad, no mom is probably not going to work, and at least not in the 80s and the 70s. You know, that would have been a very, very bad move to do, right? Uh, maybe now you can say, mom, dad, you know, I want to do my own thing. You know, thank you very much. But it wasn't the case, at least in my example and probably in your example, Bushra, that wasn't the parents had a decision what we did. So, so let's talk about that. Yes, we had a dream. And we took over. Now, before that, you, you really flags a really interesting uh topic which is um like parents uh expectation of their kids what they will do but let's highlight and honor something for some parents that um one of them is my dad because 
I am the first girl in my family who went away from my hometown 700 kilometers to go to the university. I am the only one and first one. And this, this, is, this was not the case in our time for most families. I was lucky enough to have chance that he brought me that paper and say, go, you got the admission, you can go. But again, he had some no-go. He didn't want me to go to education. He didn't want me to go to the public university. So the only option I had, that was the one. That's why I got chance to meet you, meet a lot of people in that university in Tangier. So, Busha, thank you for bringing that because because it is important piece. Our parents are a big part of our life, at least culturally. You know, in our world, you know, the importance of the parents is still a high level, meaning that we do appreciate them, we do listen to them, and uh, you know, at least when we were younger, their decision was you know a, a yeah or nay if they said no you probably you know went with the no if they said yes you could not possibly challenge them that's not how we were brought up uh yeah. in, in in the western culture that, that can still happen and that's and and it's funny because we have kids in the western world now so so us versus our kids is a whole our parents versus us as parents we can talk about that too but so but but i appreciate what you just said there because uh also we're talking about the 80s and in Morocco, the eighties, you know, not every family was progressive. L- late eighties, late eighties, yeah. Not every parent was willing to let their their kids, boys and girls, stay away for a long time, and move out of town. They usually stayed home and they went to the local university, or whatever. But some, a lot of people that were more progressive, more futuristic in their thought process, they allowed that, and it was not also easy. And and I and I love what you said that he would not allow you to go to a regular university because. Two things I, I believe. And by the way, I did go to the regular university first before I went to 10 years. So I can tell you, to me, it was a dead end. I went in for the mm. first year. I was just there. I was like, what's the point? I'm, I'm not going to do much here. It's just going to be a waste of my time. And probably, because listen, I mean, I'm a true story. I went to, you know, the actual, um, uh, what do you call it? The uh, auditorium. Yes. You know, and w- well, we call yeah, it death. Death. So, 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 right. so I'm, I'm, I'm in this auditorium, standing, sitting there. I'm looking, and I'm looking at the professor way down there. I was like way up there, and I'm like, there's like 500 people in this freaking thing, right? You know, what's my odds here to to make a difference? Uh, really, I that's exactly what the question was, and I'm like, this is not going to be for me. So I decided to actually quit, and I went to my parents and I said, listen, folks. <laughs> that mom i appreciate it but this is not for me i need to do mm-hmm. something else and that's what i told them i want to finish my english you know uh uh proficiency as a second language and then i wanted to go to 10 years because my friends were already there like uh, you know my, my, one of my best friend nasif was there already so he's like you know i should have gone with him the first year because he did tell me to go but i didn't so i decided to take the actual you know um what we call the the concours or the competition whatever mm-hmm. you know the 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 prep, whatever the test, you know, the, to, the admission test, you want to call it that way here. And so I did that. But but you're right. It was a very difficult decision. I was also the, the only child. So living home as the one kid, that was a tough decision on my dad and mom. But mm-hmm. it was the right one. 
just like you, again, we have two people from different walks of life, different towns uh, that will converge to this university that is to your point, you know, at least, you know, 500 kilometers, like that's about 300 miles or like, you know, 500 miles, you know, from home. Uh, now in the US, if you're watching this worldwide, you know, it might sound like weird because people go to universities all over, you know, from one country to the other or from one state to the other. It's easy from one province to the other. But in Morocco, it's kind of like, you know, the cities are pretty tight and you have your own schools in there. So it's a little hard. But 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 thank you for, first of all, highlighting your dad because, you know, we appreciate parents and we want to tell Lachmo. our, oh, may, may, may hear us in peace. You know, we want to tell our young generation in Morocco that your parents are the probably the best, you know, and their advice is probably going to be the best. Uh, maybe sometimes they're right. Maybe sometimes they're wrong, but there's a good chance they're going to be right. And listening to them usually is a good thing. Now, obviously, if they tell you to do something wrong, we don't want, we don't want to do it. But we, we do not want to disrespect our parents' choices and decisions. Chances are they're only to for, for our good. I, I, always, I always see it. Parents always see the good and they want their kids to have the best life ever and better lives than even themselves, right? And so that was it. But the decision for you to actually be able to go and let you be, and, and what you said, you were the first girl, right? In yeah, the whole family. Only, yeah. And only, and only. That's even yeah. like, that's like the first and the last. No hopefully one before me, no one after me. <laughs> well, hopefully the new generation. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it is a big, and, and for our, you know, uh, families in Morocco, you know, we're not forcing you to make a decision one way or the other. No. You have to to think for yourselves and what's the benefit, but there is a benefit sometimes to allowing your kids to do something that is progressive and things like that, providing that you've given them enough education to be good, uh, mm -hmm. to, to have their, to have their values and, and you've taught them enough values to know what the limits are and what they can do versus what they can't do. Cause again, that could be also crazy. I mean, you go out of the house or the nest. I mean, you can go nuts and some people waste their years and they don't even do anything with it and they can fail. So, so, that, yeah. but that was not the case. You were, I know you were one of the best students. So, so <laughs> you, you were one of our top. So, so I, I can, I can, I can vouch for that. Uh, and, and that's the other thing, but you appreciate it until today. This is years later. Oh yeah. You know, and, and uh, he gave me another uh, a lesson because it was not easy. It was not easy because I was hoping to have a, a university admission in, uh, in Rabat, in Erfen, because I mm -hmm. have uh, submitted my, uh, my request for so, so many of them. But uh, since that was on the only one, as soon as I arrived to Tangier, two weeks later, I was home in Marrakesh. My dad looked at me like this and he said, what are you doing here? I said, I can't. He said like, <laughs> I didn't send you to the world. Go back, never come back. And it's a holiday. <laughs> so. That was my 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 like my moment of him shaking me to say, "Hey, you are not a kid anymore. Go, go get some something for yourself." <laughs> but it is, you know, it is a tough one because you said, like, you know, your reaction to you going out now, the first time away from home, uh, it, it's a different environment. Oh, it's pretty Nineteen, tough. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it is tough. So you 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 kind of run home, like you know, maybe this is not for me. No, you're not. You're going. And here's the thing that built you to do more. And eventually, look, you took off, you know, and cross over <laughs> the Atlantic. And now you're in Canada for years. You have your own family. But that that's yeah. the thing. So that that part of the, the thinking process, you know, for our parents 
worldwide and specifically you know our you know uh, mm -hmm. i guess back home you know in morocco that's that's a, that's a big you know challenge for families you know the idea of separation for both yeah. the parents and the, and the children is a little tough it's not customary that kids go away they usually they stay around they go come back i mean to your point I mean, for me, I was in Rabat, so Al-Afan is where I used to go. <laughs> you know, it was just like, you know, my day trip, you know. But I did that for like, you know, five months and then I stopped. But but you're right, going to Tangier, for example, you're not coming right. back, you know, only when, you know, when you have holidays and, you know, breaks. And you come in and it's like two breaks in a year and then that's it. And then you have summertime and you go back. Yeah. Uh, and so you lived there. We had dorms. We had apartments. So people lived there literally. We resided there. So, but it was away from home. And it was yeah. tough. Like, like even for me, believe it or not, I was the only kid. This was the first time. Now, traditionally, I used to do a lot of vacationing. It was hard. <laughs> it's tough, right? <laughs> you know, I used to, to do a lot of vacationing and camping and things like that. But it was still okay. You know, mm -hmm. I, I was able to adjust slowly but surely and it happened. But it's not easy, right? So that's the first thing. You know, we, we, we're sharing our experiences, how it went, you know, from us. I can tell you to date, I appreciate my parents just like you do, uh, for whatever their support that was there. They mm -hmm. were not, they were not against our, you know, future. They were for our future, and I think every parent is for that. So again, we will thank all parents if they're watching, and listening right now, you know, with their kids. And if you are parents, you know, uh, we thank you for doing the right thing with your kids. Yeah. And you have to allow them to be their own and, and grow and so on and so forth. But within the parameters, as long as they know their their limits and what's good and what's bad and their values. So, so Bushra, that was, that was the first thing. Now, what else? Yeah. So I, I just want to take a minute here and act as, as a, uh, someone who, who went through a lot of challenges in my life. And here I would like to share with people uh, some lesson learned, whether for going to the university away from home or whether going to the workplace. So as you know, in the university in the, at school, they don't teach us how to navigate life. Fortunately, okay? that's true. They don't. They don't teach us how to, that we can dream, that we are allowed to dream. They don't. We don't blame them here, but because maybe they don't know. But if I had to to go back, like let's say the separation to go to the university, there was no preparation, no mindset work, nothing. Go. It was hard, right? Mm -hmm. Transitioning from the school system to the workplace. There was no tools available to us. So when we go to the workplace, we do the right thing. We act the right way and con control what we can control and let go what we can't control. There, is, there was nothing. And also, every one of us had a luggage full of programming full of beliefs full of trauma maybe full of perceptions and every one of us bring that with him or her whether to the university or to the workplace so they meet other people with the same 
the, the same luggage, but full of other belief programming. And that's where problems start. That's what we, we start getting problems, challenges, and even some uh, mental health problems. So people need to, to take time to, to prepare their kids if they have to go away from home or even while they are with them. For example, my daughter, she is 12, and we discuss every day. All the challenges she go, she go she went she goes through at school, we solve them. We solve every single one and and so on. So she can get their um, self esteem intact. She get her um, value not shaked by any bullying anything. So that's the kind of thing we missed. We miss in Morocco. We miss maybe maybe some people, but at least that's my experience. I didn't know how to navigate life. I didn't know that I was allowed to dream. I didn't know that there is good, there is bad. They always showed they showed us the good side, but they don't show us show us the the, the bad side. While the the universe work with duality, we need to navigate everything. So. The other thing is those value we have with us, sometimes they work against us. So we need to make sure and go back to our values and see how they, they are serving us or not. And maybe switch them, change them. So, so, so if I, yeah, go ahead. No, no, please finish. So once I, this is the, the, the lesson learned I had maybe 10, 15 years after I left Morocco because the same patterns kept coming even here in Canada, different workplaces to the point I was like, my life got stuck. What's going on? What's going on? That's where I start deep diving and trying to find what's the problem, why. And that's where I find out that everything is like everything we meet as a problem or person who made us feel a certain way, it just the the way we feel inside. And that's where we should go back to our inside and try to just dismantle everything piece by piece, slowly, step by step. Well, to so, find so the peace. Well, it, it's important, right? And but you're touching on something that is very powerful, and it's real in Morocco and actually even the states or the West, because the school system in general has not been designed you know, to prepare you for the real world. You know, you learn things because the, it's, as they say, is the pill or the, the, the concept where you are going to be trained to become a, a worker bee. Okay. Let's, let's think about it. Like, you know, if you look at the bees, the beehive, you're the worker bee. And for the most part, you're trained to be the worker bee. Uh, you don't, you're not trained to think for yourself. You're not you know, really trained to, to become an entrepreneur. Uh, unless you have some preparation, you know, from early on, from like I said, my friends who have parents who are in business, 
I was really it. You need to do this and that so you can come back and run the family business. And those are the ones that did better than the others, right? Uh, but so, so the concept of education has always been you educate yourself, academically speaking, you'll learn a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. but, but there is very little practice or preparation for the real world. And uh, it, is, it is also very little preparation for you to become your own entity. Mm -hmm. That's one. Then you have the families that because, again, we can talk about the Moroccan culture in general, at least in the 70s and the 80s. Uh, that's my time frame when I went through school, you know, the parents, you know, have Morocco had been, you know, a colony. They just, that was the first generation after all that, that, that history mark, you know, went you know, through. And mm -hmm. that was the first kind of like, you know, almost the upbringing of the Moroccan, you know, uh, youth and, and in, a, in a more westernized world and stuff. So it was a different time and it was a shift in time. And so as that was the case, the parents, a lot of them, you know, there was the culture, there's the religion, there's the beliefs, there's all this, and there's the taboo versus not the taboo. But they they were not prepared themselves. They were not, they didn't know themselves. So they knew what they knew, and they basically did the best job that they can, that they could at the time. And what they knew is that they wanted us to get a good education because that was the plan. Education means a good job, means career, means this and that. Yeah. That's, but they were not prepared. Like, hey, they might tell you, like, well, listen, life is going to be a little tough and you're going to meet, but... To your point, they always shelter you to shelter us, you know, like, hey, listen, it's 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 nice. It's a good world and you're gonna be okay. But the reality when you come out of college or university, you're like, whoa, this is different. <laughs> I didn't expect it to be this way. And the college, you know, the university curriculum and and, and there's a system and and the, the programming is not destined to to change that or to teach you like all the different tricks in the real world and how to deal with people, how to deal with you know uh situations and the worst one or the, the least one is you're not an entrepreneur. That's not where you're designed to be. Uh, and today it's a whole different world and, and worldwide is changing. I think, you know, with the social media and everything, it's open territory and there's a lot more. I think there's a uh, almost a, a movement of entrepreneurship. Mm. And after the pandemic, you got even more yeah. where people are like, I, I don't want to work for people. I want to do my thing. And we're going to, that's going to be part of the discussion today. So that's the first thing. But but you're right. The the environment that we we, we were raised in and even in the States, even to date, you know, it is a little different in Canada. It's a little different. We're more advanced, I would say, in terms of that. And I think that's shifting now fast and rapidly in Morocco and other nations. But the idea is that it's changing rapidly to a better way. Like us, we're the parents now. We have taken all that stuff that didn't work for us and we understand it and we are giving it to our kids because now we mm -hmm. know better. You see, yeah. we only knew what we know and our parents knew what they knew. So we can't blame them. But no. but for our audiences that are watching, if your parents are not aware for whatever reason, or if they're still not you know up to date with what the real life is, let's be clear, guys. It is a tough world out there. Education is going to prep you to a certain degree. It's going to give you some skills. Some, but but again, those skills are not sharp. They're still raw. You got to sharpen them up, and you have to be able to man, to your point to navigate, to maneuver, and and work your way through the real stuff. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, you're a pilot doing a simulation, you know, test, you know, training, as opposed to a pilot actually running a real plane and right. flying in real, you know, a real turbulence, not to the same thing. I guarantee you pilots, when they go through the first one versus the one may feel different about it. And again, we can have a pilot with us to tell, tell us that experience itself. But the idea is, you know, it is not the same, you know, having driving a, a car in a game is not actually driving a race car. Actually, there's a movie that's coming up about, you know, yeah. uh, this, uh, you know, I think um, 
Gran Turismo, like a guy that was actually a gamer, and they're going to make him an actual real racer. But the, it is not easy, right? Live versus reality, like the, the gaming world and reality. The way it's, it's, it's being theory versus practice, it's two different things. That's what practice makes perfect, right? So it's a big challenge that we had to go through. And probably many kids behind us, many generations behind us, you know, we're like, you know, if we're, I'm a generation, well, I'm Gen X, right? And so now we're like, Me too. Yeah, so we have a Z now. We have like almost two generations past us, right? So yeah. it shifts a little bit. Our kids are Z. But the idea is in this time frame, 30 plus years, a lot, a lot of things have changed. But the education system remains more or less the same. The culture has started shifting a little bit. The mentality has started shifting a bit. But people are still are getting into college or university, get a degree, get a job. Now we go to the first phase. Most of the people, at least in Morocco, the ideal job is I want to get into a job that is stable. And that's usually administration, government. Because Thank once you get in, yeah. you're, you're pretty much set until you retire. Yeah. Now, the advancements and whatever, the, the ladders, the ranking level, you might go a couple of ranks up and then you get the max and that's the end of it. Right? Now, the more advanced kids or at least students today in Morocco and in more nations, they're more into, I want to learn a skill, I want to learn stuff, and then I'll, I want to start my own enterprise. Now, some people have the backing, financial backing, they can do that immediately. Some people have to work for a living, save money, and then invest. That's the other part. Now, you and I, we, we did it the traditional way because we were taught the traditional way. And, and for me personally, my whole thing, whether I stayed in Morocco or I left in the States, the only reason I came to the States is the opportunity to knock on my door early on, and that was my dream, and boom, I mm -hmm. took it. Yeah. But I did exactly the same thing. I, I worked you know, up my, you know, the ladder. So I get into my industry and I work a lot of hours. I was working seven days a week, you know, doing a lot more than the average person because I had to compete against people that were working the same job as me to make the difference, to show that I can do more. Now, being an immigrant, uh, you know, that had to do with that as well because I, I was not equal in a way. It doesn't matter how you play it, you play it, you're still the immigrant and you had to do more than the average because you have to earn your rank. And that's how I at least saw it myself. So when they worked nine to five, I worked actually eight to eight, you know, to just, just to, to, to show the difference, to be better than them in terms of performance. Because if I did the same, they had the advantage of better language, better skills, family members working and all the stuff, relationships, they were there. That was their, their environment. I came in from outside and in very short period of time, I was able to, to maneuver and actually even succeed and go beyond you know those ranking the initial ranks and then start moving up and very quickly i was able to make up because my whole idea was you got to start and you got to build to the next level and the next level and the next level and then you get to a point where because who who you are becomes a problem because now you're not gonna now you get to a different level where to get into the highest potential ranking may be difficult because of who you are your background and all the stuff your education you know because you have a foreign education. You, who, your name may be different. Your culture mm. may be different. Even your religion may be different. I'm not going to go into the debate there. Mm. But I don't know that's for a fact or not. I mean, there's all these laws, but no one knows the intentions behind people making decisions. You know, we can bypass that. I can say I didn't like, you know, the person because they didn't speak properly. I didn't like them because they didn't have what I was expecting them. But maybe I didn't want them to join because of who they were. And I'm not saying that's, that was the case. But it was more difficult. For example, it took me more years to become in a VP level than, than I would have had if maybe I was not an immigrant. Simple. And, you know, uh, 
But yep. I, that, didn't, that didn't stop me because reality. Well, that's reality. But it didn't stop me. I just had to do more and prove myself more and more and more. And you'll find yourself doing more and more. That's that to your point. That's reality. Yeah. It, so, so, so let's talk about that. That was me in here. Now, you had a career in Morocco before you got here. Yeah. So let's talk about that first challenge. And then we'll talk about your transition. Yeah, I uh, occupied so many the position in Morocco. The last uh, last one was uh, as a director of travel agent agency, and uh, then I had uh, an opportunity to move to to Marrakech. It was in Casablanca to move to Marrakech. So I went to Marrakech. I spent one year in a very dynamic company in really like the same level, but working with people from the same university uh, from Tangier. So even the, the, the owner was from, from there. And uh, from here, I, I uh, send him uh, uh, my, uh, you know, uh, my gratitude, uh, really it was a dynamic company uh, and and we we felt home really but inside of me i said like and and what what else what else it was stressful it was uh, um it was not a job for someone who can uh, build a family for example I was traveling all the time. So I said, no, no, what, what, no, what? I, I was like, no, I can't spend the, the rest of my life doing that job in certain conditions. And maybe one day they will tell me, thank you so much. We don't need you anymore. So that's where I said, okay, let's, let's go back to my own all dream to go finish my study in Canada, which was refused at first. So I just decided, let's go do my master of business administration and start from there. For me, doing that master would allow me to come back to Morocco and have better jobs, more stable, well uh, paid, better than before and also maybe in a different industry that is more um, family-oriented uh, conditions once in canada let me tell you and i i i won't even go into details but i will just give you my conclusion it took me 10 years it took me 10 years to be in the same position where I was in Morocco. And as you said, you have to, to, to work twice. You have to, to go for studies, for training, for you have to be um, exceptional. You have to show excellence. And maybe you will have that, that chance to have a higher rank in, in the company or in the in the government. So, Busha, Ten years. Ten years. That that's that's a lot of time. But yeah. but you're right, it's the same thing with me. I mean, well actually I, I moved up rather quickly to the mid level. But the next level was was the hardest part. Like, you know, you know, you get to director level, that was like, you know, literally in four years I was able to actually run a 
250 people, department, blah, blah, blah. But to get that next stage where you're really at the level where you make a decision and you actually have, a, a, you know, a, a gameplay and you're actually on the, the decision-making table, that was a little harder. Took another few years before I got there. <laughs> but 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 you're right. It's about the same time, I would say, to get there. But but that's a great point for our audiences and our youth in Morocco and worldwide, for that matter. I mean, if you're immigrant somewhere in the world, uh, there is an expectation. If you're not an immigrant, let's say if you're in the U.S. or Canada and you're doing, you know, this and uh, some of this is the same. You know, you might have an easier way to have different things, right? But the clashes and the issues and the dilemmas and the personal conflicts and you know the the bad balls versus the good balls and and you know uh, the politics of work those were all going to be the same maybe maybe good maybe bad I don't know but before we get into it because that's the next piece of the discussion uh, for our youth because you're looking and watching right now listening to two people that you probably say well you guys got lucky you went overseas. Now, you just heard Bushra talking about her ability to, she needed to go and get a better degree. So with the idea, hopefully to get a better opportunity in Morocco. But when she did, that didn't work out and eventually decided to go to Canada. And then when she did, 10 years, starting from the, the, the start point, you are at this level, you go down to this level only to come back here 10 years later, right? That's a lot of sacrifice. So for people that say, like, you guys have it easy, it is never easy. As a matter of fact, for someone that's sitting there, probably say like, you know, oh, you guys go out there and you have a good time in a different place. It is tougher in, you know, in the West that people think. If you're in Morocco right now, listen, watching your own person, you have dreams. I am the first person I can tell you, dream big, scare yourself. Work towards your dreams. That is my first thing. That's how I apply you know, my life. That's what I do. I'm dreaming big right now. Uh, in a media company and I'm building it and I'm going to continue building it. And one day this is going to be an empire. You know, that's my dream. Now, if I live long enough, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. Inshallah, I was going to say, <laughs> right. How, however, you know, what we want to tell people is you have to have good foundation and baggage and stuff. Be prepared for the journey. When you are traveling, you want to carry, you want to have your suitcase with everything you're, you know, your, your toiletries, your, your, your underwear, whatever, all your basics, right? You know, before you go on the journey. Well, same thing here. You know, you're going into a journey when you are deciding to move from your homeland to a different land. Know that it's not going to be like, hey, welcome home. Although I have to, I'm going to give a good joke. When I came in, I was, I, I did that. I did get a flag. Hey, welcome to the United States. I was happy because I was hired by Disney. They welcomed me. They literally were at the airport and there was a happy days, you know, for, for that first initial, you know, setting. But once I finished my contract, I was alone and I had to come to New York by myself. There was no wave in stuff. I took a bus and I was in the middle of New York City, you know, in a youth hostel for about a week trying to find a place to to, to stay and a place to, to work. So it is tough. Now, for those that think that, you know, you, we look at some people, especially the young people, they look at people that are overseas. I, I'm going to tell you, Bush, an example. This happened to me when I was doing my internship in Rabat. Um, this was when we were in university. So I was at the hotel in 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 Skirat, which is uh, like mm -hmm. outside of Rabat. So so the hotel there, and there was a guy that came in, and I remember like yesterday he came in, young guy. Um, he came from somewhere in the world, you know. He was uh, somewhere living in in the West. Um, I think it was in Canada, and then he he brought he drove in with a nice Benz, you know. Um, he had his fiance or wife, I forgot what it was right now, 
and they came in. I was actually doing a rotation in the hotel. So that was the day where I was doing my, uh, like a waiter job. So I did mm-hmm. the waiter and I did the, the night audit, I did all the stuff, receptionist, all the stuff. So that was the, so I was actually serving him. And I was impressed. I mean, that was me. Like, wow. I mean, look at you. And, you know, and he had, he was coming to invest. Actually, he was building a hotel in Morocco. So, so we were talking since that was it. And, and that, that moment in my mind is like, wow, it's cool. I mean, I, that is, that's really, I see myself doing this, but he gave me the advice. Like, don't think this is going to be easy, you know? And, and, and at the same time in that same, believe it or not, I had this guy, the pianist guy, he gave me some great advice about life. And that was part of, what I was taught, but it was not in school. It was literally from my real life experience, talking to people, asking questions, and really talking to people who have experience. Most of the people today may not, if you really want to succeed and if you're a younger person, hang out with people that are more mature and have experience alive and maybe older and ask people that have been around, around the block a few places and here and there, because they'll give you a direct you know, point. We're giving you straight up. We're not giving, you know, the bullshit. Point. <laughs> exactly. We're straight up. You know, this is what it is. The real deal. You know, we're not going to go around the bush and tell you it's peachy. Life is sweet. You know, happy days. You know, everything's going to be cool. No, it's not going to be cool. It's going to be a lot of ups and, you know, downs, probably more downs than ups and a lot of bumpy. It's like turbulence all the way. <laughs> and, and you have to be prepared for this. If you have the guts and the will and the stamina, and the patience, you'll get through. If you don't have that, then decide better and don't make the move unless you're ready. Because the last thing you want is to be somewhere overseas and not being able to provide for yourself because people are not going to give you a handout. You know, yeah. uh, Maybe in some parts of the world, governments do stuff, but you have to qualify. You have to have the right paperwork and stuff. And if you're coming in for the first time, there's a chance nobody's going to do anything for you. It's going to be difficult. So again, just a quick advice where we're talking about that. So the youth, be smart learn, practice, ask questions. You know, you have podcasts, you have people like us, you know, reach out to people, you know, follow, ask questions, but don't make the mistakes and don't expect things to be easy because schools are not going to give you that. They're just going to give you a degree. Good. You're ready. And by the way, um, I remember, remember Hilary, one of the best professors that I've had, that we've had, uh, he was a humble dude. He was a doctor and, and the guy was one of the smartest men, you know, or humans, I would say, you know, he was a guy, but the humans that I've encountered in my life, one thing he had said one time that, that stuck with me from day on. And he said, you know, a degree better be unemployed with a degree than be unemployed without a degree. However, a degree is only a paper that society had demanded to have to mm-hmm. differentiate one versus the other. So the idea, the moral of that is that, yeah, it's a paper. Who cares? It's a paper. doesn't mean that you're not smart or you're smart. It just means that you were able to qualify to get that document that the government is requiring for you to qualify and differentiate you between someone who has a better degree, a better paper than you. That's all. The difference in the intellect is up to you. And today's modern world with Google and information that is at your tips and the phone, everybody can be, you're smart. You can be intellectual by reading stuff. You don't have to go to library. That doesn't mean you cannot get a formal education. Get the education. Same thing like you, when I came in here, I was like, you know, I need to finish my school before actually I do stuff. Because if I don't, I, I could have gone to Disney with a high school, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because actually in, in the American language, right. center, that was it. You just needed a high school. But no, it's a matter of being prepared because what are you going to do when you're here? What are you going to do mm-hmm. when you go somewhere else? Are you going to beg people 
for income or work, you know, some difficult jobs and, and be at the lowest level, you know, of respecting, because that's the other part. People may not respect you the way you think, you know, because right. there is, there is a level of, of discrepancy. Not everybody is able to make it, you know, to the level where like you're at the equal level. And so that's the other. So again, that was just my quick piece of advice to our youth. Uh, Bushra, you want to add something to that one? <laughs> no, that's that's really good. That's really good. And and you are right. They still can dream big. They, their dream should, if, if it's not scaring them, it's not a big dream. It should be scare, scaring them. But same time, they sh- <laughs> yeah, they, they should they should be prepared for challenges and 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 find how to navigate. And most importantly, working on on the mindset is a huge piece that can save you and and help you navigate so many challenges. Mindset is everything, believe me. And the other thing is when you when you come to in a new country. Be, be prepared of the, the, the culture shock. You can be shocked, they can be shocked, and you may not be accepted as you are first day. And you may feel it in the workplace, in the administration, in so many places. So we're ready to, to have that feeling or that reaction of some people that you are different. And yes, we are different, but by changing our attitude, by accepting who we are, Nothing can shake us. This is another piece of the puzzle that immigration is not that easy in all, at all levels. Like just for me, I just remember that when it just came to Canada in 2000, October, and I thought I have the, the, like the, the, clo- the, the, the coats that is so hot. I was shaking. I was so cold. And the day two, it was 30 centimeters of, 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 of snow. You know, for coming, those, from coming from Marrakesh, <laughs> really? So, yeah. So so just be ready and be be ready to, 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 you know, know more about the culture, know more about the country, know more about the challenges, because challenges will be always there. But just have that awareness that there might be some challenges and how you can respond to them rather than just going like you are going on vacation. It's not a vacation. No, Bushra, thank you so much. And, and that's a big deal because, you know, folks, you know, we've gone through it. We've gone through ups and downs. We built our families and yes, you know, we, we've enjoyed some of it as well and we are still enjoying it. You know, but there's still ups and downs every day. And we, the next part of this discussion is about working, working with people, having issues. Is 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 working for corporations worth it? Is it better to actually start your business? And we're going to talk about those in a minute. But the idea, as you said, be prepared. You know, I I use this in in my other shows and trainings. You know, the five Ps: prior planning. You know, prevents poor performance. Or you know, plan, mm-hmm. uh, fail to plan, plan to fail. If you're not planning well, if you're not prepared, you know, you're going to have issues. So all we're saying is, you know, before you make any move, be prepared. Like I said, you're on a trip, you pack. I mean, how many luggages when you're ready to go anywhere? Yeah, you have to make sure I didn't forget this. I didn't forget this. And you pack nice two suitcases. Well, you got to pack luggage here, here and everywhere, you know, with you. So you're ready to for the transition. Again, to your point, you come into Canada, it's 30 something degrees out, you know, a lot of snow. 
you know, your jacket from Morocco may not be enough. You need something, you know, warmer. Now, that's not, we're not asking you to buy a super jacket. The idea is that just be prepared that it's not going to be as easy as you think. This is, you can come on vacation, it's going to be sweet. But once you are in the system, you still got to adapt. The driving is different. You know, the, the food is different. The communication is different. The pace is different. The, the attitude is different. Now, I would say a good 75% is going to be nice. There is that percentage, you know, that is, you know, one to 25%. That's going to be very rough as you, you, and by the way, Canada versus us, maybe two different places. Attitude may be different. You come to New York is a lot tougher. I can tell you that much, <laughs> you know, the attitude is, is really tough, right? So every place is different. Now you go to Europe and by the way, this show is not just for Canada and the U S Moroccans are all over the world. You go to middle East is one thing you go to Europe is another. I've seen atrocities in front of my eyes when I was a kid going to Europe seeing how people were treated because they were immigrants. I've seen mm -hmm. stuff that, you know, in the 80s that I, I still remember where, for example, I've seen people of Moroccan descent or Algerian descent that were treated like they were not human, okay? Disrespected in a way that is, you know, not humane. You know, it's it's stupid. It's really bad. If I had, if, if I was old enough at that point, I would literally, you know, take an action with my hands to see how these people treated. And that's the thing. People disrespect you if you're not, equivalent in education and life and, and style and, and, and be able to really confront them in the right way, they're going to look down at you. And that you don't want that. Actually, in Morocco, you're working, you have your own life, you have your own you know pride and ego and you feel good. You go to some of these places, you know, that ego, you're going to have to actually squash a little bit of it and be you know prepared that it's going to be challenged. And so, again, you need to prove that you are as good, as equal, and if not better to all of these other folks out there, because you, you don't want to feel that feeling like, wow, why am I feeling this? I mean, like, you know, I'm not inferior to you and you're not going to feel that if you're prepared enough to be able to face that. And that doesn't, that doesn't mean it's not an invitation to be like, you know, swinging at mm. people. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You have to be respectful because you're also an ambassador of your culture, your country and stuff. It's, it's finding that balance but understanding it and be prepared, you know, it's good. Language is another thing, right? If you don't have enough capabilities in language, that's going to be a struggle for you too. You know, I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. if you go to Canada, French speaking, you're speaking French, maybe easy transition. You come to Toronto or, you know, uh, Ottawa or some other places where it's English primarily, I mean, you know, difficult test. You come to the States, you know, if your English is not as where it needs to be, be prepared, it's going to be bumpy. And also, you're not going to get a good job if your English is not really there. You might have the degree and stuff, but, you know, you might get an equivalency, whatever. But if you interview with people and you're not able to absorb their their capabilities and, and the, trend, the, the, the conditions of discussion is not clear to you, because, I mean, we talk faster, we have a different way, we use terminology that you might have not... You might, sometimes it, it gets lost in translation. That could be a problem. So, again, mm -hmm. if you decide to go to some country... Take a year, six months of an extra language. Prepare yourself. Again, we're giving advice, folks. You know, yeah, it might cost money, but it's worth it. If you don't want to cost money, YouTube, easy. <laughs> there are free courses on YouTube that you can learn any language, literally. But prepare yourself and practice with friends. When I was a kid, you know, when I was in, in, in university, or before, just before, actually, in high school, mm -hmm. I spoke English for four years before I even actually, that was my primary language in most every day in Morocco because I had the circle of people and that was our 
communication. We sucked at it, but we practiced it every day until we became better and better at it. So when I got the opportunity to interview for the job in Disney, English was very common to me. I was a lot easier. And that was it. But so I'm telling people, if you want to go to Germany, learn German. If you want to go to Japan, learn Japanese. You want to, Absolutely. doesn't matter where you go. Absolutely. Prepare yourself. If that's your dream, get ready. Get yourself at least, you know, ahead of the game. Because yes, mm -hmm. you can come to the country and learn, the, but it will take you years to learn. And then it's probably faster, but then you, you're not going to start at the top. You're going to start somewhere where you're not communicating a lot. You know, you probably, and that's what happened actually traditionally. So I, 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 I used to teach the, the, the real estate law in New York. And one of the things in, in, in New York City, if, if you, I, I know you visit New York, so you know how it looks, just like, you know, Montreal, there's an influx of immigrants. And what happens with immigrants? They all live within the same neighborhood. Why? When they come in, traditionally, they come into the same culture, the same language, the same stuff. Some of these people don't even learn the language because they just basically can speak to their own compadres. You know, they, they speak mm. with the same language. The store speaks it. The sign is in the same language. You don't even need to learn, right? So so that's where you settle. And then their new generation, their kids, are the ones that are usually are the ones who are moving out of the neighborhood and going places. Now, that's not the standard, but it is still traditionally how it happened in New York, right? And in most of the big metropolitan cities. So, but don't be that same one that's going to come in and not learn and just be comfortable with because you're able to communicate. Because once you get out of the neighborhood, you're still going to survive. And how are you going to do that? Right. So, again, we're giving advice. And that's all. This is the Morocco channel for Moroccans of the world. And with our experience, we're just sharing some of it. You know, and we have two individuals who had separate lives, similar experiences, different angles. Right. And so you get in from, from both sides here. <laughs> and we have the Canadian experience and the U.S. experience, male and female experience. You know, it's it's different tops, you know, different angles, right? And we probably cover a lot of grounds for a lot of people that watch and listen right now. So just, again, take that for what it's worth. Now, Bushra, let's transit to the topic that is the biggest one, which is we prepared, we're here or there. You're working. Yeah. The question is nine to five. Is it worth it? Is it the standard? Is it a hoax? <laughs> that's 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 a tough one. <laughs> what a question! <laughs> that that, that uh, that's the million dollar question. Yeah, but well, like nine to five job, it, it may be the dream for someone, right? And we are all different, and we we all have a different definition of success. Right, someone's success for him is to have that that nine to five job, all the way to the retirement, perfect, and he's happy. That's that's happiness for him, and that's success for him, or her. Like for some someone like me, it's a bit different. Uh, I I don't know. It's maybe it's my mission in life is getting me from. A milestone to milestone and I don't know where it will end but I could stay in Morocco with a good job my car my house everything and life is good but it was not that way for me I wanted more I knew that there is more in life I knew something inside me um moved me out 
I knew that I can be entrepreneur and I'm better to be entrepreneur. But how, when, I didn't know. Like having that master in business administration was only one step. For me, it will give me the opportunity to come back to Morocco. And I want I wanted to come to Morocco, but at, at that moment, I was applying for Morocco for a high uh, firm in accounting. A very good job in Canada. They called me to the capital. I, I couldn't say no. That was like, wow. Wow, it's a wow job. Anyone else, they can just continue in that job until they retire, have really good retirement pension, etc. But for me, something missing. That fulfillment portion at, at the workplace, in the work I'm doing, the value added, because if I don't see the value added every day, something is missing. And I knew that I am entrepreneur from day one. I knew that. But how, what exactly, when I, I, I was just going step by step. And also, the stress level was so high in that job that the health was affected. So again, does it worth it to come from Morocco to Canada, wait 10 years to get to the same level where I was in Morocco, to have a better job, then got sick and not being able to have a normal life? No, something was wrong. Something was hitting me so hard. And that was just the turning point for me that enough is enough. Enough going to emergencies, enough being stressed all the time, something wrong. That's where I started my personal development journey. That's where I said, I need to take control of my life. I need to be responsible for my life and stop being victim of the system, of the country, of the weather, of anything else. And guess what? Because of all the inner work I've done for myself, and I'm so grateful for all the coaches I worked with, the therapist I worked with, I was able to be medication-free for four years now. And I feel good. Life is, 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 is good. And I don't have that 24-7 pain I was dealing with for years while my daughter was a baby, imagine. While, while I had to deliver and to shine at the workplace because I had to, to keep my job. For sure. That's, yes. Yeah, so thank you. I just wanted to interact there. Um, there's a couple things that you said. First of all, uh, you're right. The for again for people that are watching and listening worldwide, the concept of nine to five is really not nine to five. So let's let's be clear about that. Oh no! <laughs> you know when we say nine to five, that's the standard. You could be eight to four, whatever, but it's not really the time that you work. It first of all, for most of us, you have to commute. And so you're actually at another hour, at least, you know, one way on the front Two end hours. and the back end, 
or two hours. I had actually a commute of two hours each way and a three hours each way. You know, uh, when someone, for example, in Morocco right now, waking up, you know, and going to work and chilling at a coffee shop and having a good time, mm-hmm. you know, uh, this is not what you're probably going to expect when you go somewhere else. The expectation is going to be that you're going to show up nine o'clock in or not or eight o'clock, whatever. But you're going to be stuck in traffic or taking a commuter train or whatever. That means now in, in order for you to start at nine, you might probably leave at seven or six thirty in the morning. Probably have, especially as you go into management roles, you're probably going to wind up at a dinner after hours. Wind up, mm-hmm. you know, I've had days where I left at six and came back at literally eleven thirty, you know, uh, at night, only to get up again at six and go for days and days at a time. So just to share with you, this journey is difficult. And by the way, as you said, the level of success varies, right? The the idea. I was of the mind that for the longest, that that's the path. You go get a job, prove yourself, you're going to go up there. And then by doing a good job and being at the high, you know, you're going to be good. But here's what the story is. You know, you can do whatever you want. I've worked with corporations, making millions for them. And you know what? Overnight, that corporation can shut down. Overnight, the job may not be available and you wind up again in the beginning of your, you know, another job starting to prove yourself in a new company and so on and so forth. That's that's what the toll that it takes on someone. As you said, the stress, the, you know, we all hear about stress. Now, remember, while I am doing the Morocco Channel, you know, show with Bushra today, you know, I'm also, you know, the guy that does the iHealth Channel, iHealth Radio and all the other stuff and the wellness talk and inspiration talks. But guess what? I can tell you. You know, I have more of those shows and a lot of common denominators is stress. We do psych, you know, I have psychiatry, you know, shows that we actually talk with, you know, world renowned, you know, psychiatrists and answering questions from people from all over the world. And one thing that's common, anxiety, depression, stress, these are things that are happening every day to all of us. And they are happening because of our society, the way we live. I actually had a story of true story. I were I was doing some consulting for a company. And the guy I was working with, his father worked all his life until he retired. The day he retired, the next day he died. The average person works, you know, gets that concept. We talk, go to school, get a degree, get a job, work nine to five until you retire. And then, by the way, when you retire at 65, how is your health at that point? I mean, I can tell you, as you age, your health goes downhill. No matter how strong you are, I've been working all my life. Your knees still hurt. (laughs) Your your, your body is not going to be the same. And as you get older, you're not going to be able to enjoy life the way you think that you are doing at a younger age. So you got to plan again, talking about planning. If we can change some things, if I can switch things, you know, in my life, there is a few things I can switch. I can tell you that much. And, you know, if I had maybe to invest differently the way I did it before and knowing what I know now, I could have done things differently that would have given me a better or maybe a shorter span, you know, to get into more of an entrepreneurship type. Right. Although Mm -hmm. I have started, I started my first business literally in 93. The second one was in 2000. You know, the third one was like sometimes in, you know, in, in, in the middle of the 2010 mark. And, you know, this, this last ventures, they started in 2017. So, I'm always trying while I'm working, I'm always doing something on the side because I don't want to be, you know, putting my eggs in one basket. That's another theory of mine or, or you know, formula of mine, I would say. It's not a theory, mm-hmm. it's a practical thing. You know, I don't just do one thing at a time. I was in insurance. I was in real estate. I was in the school. I was doing things on the side because, and by the way, yes. So good. So the good. good. The good news is in the West, there's a good chance that you can do more than one job. You can work three jobs if you want. If you have the energy, you can do it. You can do more careers at the same time. Maybe not the same in some parts of the world. 
maybe, you know, some people say, well, Morocco, you can even get a job. No, that's not true. Here's the challenge. I worked, I'm in New York. I worked in Pennsylvania. Okay. So, so I'm in Jersey. I worked in, you know, Long Island, three hours commute. Right. So the problem is some people, they want the convenience of home. You talk, you, you talked about Marrakesh to Tangier to go to school. Some people want to just get up, have breakfast and walk to their office. You know, if you really want a pad, like for example, in, if you're in Morocco and you don't want to get out of Morocco, opportunity is now in the south of Morocco and Tangier. Now with the fast trains, you can literally be commuting from Marrakesh to Tangier in a couple hours. Right. From, from Rabat to, Tang to Tangier is like an hour. You know, that's what we do from here to, to anywhere in, in, in the States. Like you're literally just in traffic, you're sitting in the car for an hour. Yeah. So the ability to make those moves, that's one thing. That's um, that just to give an example of career paths and opportunity. But the question is, do you want to have that life? Do you want to have stress? Do you want to be in medicine? Mm -hmm. Do you want to have to go through therapy? Do you want to have to deal with all that nonsense? Not everybody operates differently. Maybe Bushra and I, maybe different personalities. Maybe I'll take some pressure differently than her and vice versa. Yes. Doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, we all get impacted. Some of us just get affected differently and maybe sooner yeah. than others. There is a point where it spills over. When it's over, you get to the point of no return where you're like, poof, done. And that yeah. can affect you physically, mentally. Uh, I mean, physically and mentally, I switched them. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So so the idea yeah. is, do you want to do that? No. So again, as a younger person, or any given age, by the way, this is not necessarily mm -hmm. specific to the youth, you can change paths any given moment. It's never too late. I say today is a good day. Go ahead, Busha. Yeah, and uh, by, uh, by the way, I, I am uh, that kind of person who changed the path so many times <laughs> so, many, so many times so it's it's never too late like i worked in finance in the tourism industry in morocco the commercial side of it and marketing as a director of travel agency once in canada like a couple of months after i arrived and um, i i started school i was working same time as a, a fiscalist advisor, fiscality, like something different than tourism. <laughs> Same time Finance, I was doing Finance. my master, yeah. And then when I started my, my current work, it's, yeah, I, I work in the finance sector, but I've done so many things in finance sector from audit to grant contributions to advisory services to costing to so many things so each time you have to learn to adapt to perform to shine to keep your job and it's never too late and now i learned a new skills nothing to do with finance and all the sector the, the you know the, the different area of finance which is coaching and e-commerce and technology like to be here like uh, with you and so it's never too late just follow your heart whatever your heart tells you follow it and now you have everything available on youtube and everywhere to learn new skills and do what you really want no matter what because everyone can do it there is no reason why not. I love that, Bushra. And, and you know what? You're right. I mean, 
again, you're watching, listening. You're, there are two of us here with, I would say, 30 years, well, about 60 years experience in life. I mean, I'm talking professional life yeah. between us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, close yeah. enough. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe a little off, but but, but we you, are still young, huh? We we are we are. Well, does we we started young, so so but you we know, started young, but we you we're know still young. age 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 is a number. Age is just a number, <laughs> and you can uh, there are there are a lot of examples of successful entrepreneur who started really late. Oh, I no. started yeah started the entrepreneurial like three years ago while working full time. Well, so that, let's talk about that, Bushra. The idea yeah. is that what, what I meant is that we have six years of wisdom, you know, between us in different right. aspects of it. And we can tell you, you know, we've tried it all. I, you know, if probably if you could imagine it, I've done it. I mean, I've drove a cab, I've delivered pizza, I've did boxes in a supermarket. I worked retails. I did all kinds of stuff. I did telemarketing. Yeah. I did sales. I did door to door. I've sold knives. I mean, I, you know, you know, literally, I mean, not knives, not kitchen knives, you know, like, you know, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I've done a lot of that, that herbal life, you know, and I've done, you know, I've done timeshare real estate. I can tell you all the different things I've done and, and the all, I pick things from those things. I learned something. I've done travel agencies in the U S uh, you know, and so yes. I've learned all these things, you know, from the, I worked in Disney as the first job. I learned a lot of things mm. in there. So you take all that and it becomes your, you know, literally, um information hub that's that's all skills that you have in there and then you but the other thing you have to be able to adapt to you said you said today you can learn and there's skills everywhere that you can pick but if you're not able to learn new skills and you're not willing to take the time to learn you're not going to get anywhere that's the other part you're stuck you know every day is a good learning point and there is no time where you say oh i'm too old or i can't do it. oh i have no money sometimes there are things that are free that you can start with and then you build from right. there you know, you can do things in parallel, as you said. Mm -hmm. So, so did I. I mean, I've, I have mm -hmm. a business. I've been doing this for three years plus years, almost three and a half years. I still work, you know, on the on, on you know my regular you know career path. But my idea is that eventually, bef you know, this will actually go from this to this. This become the primary, and this becomes a secondary. I'll do the right. consulting part here, so you can transit, you know, from one to the other slowly and move back and forth or actually if you this is your path for initial that you have to start you move back slowly as you build the other one but you got to build something on the side until it right. matures enough that it'll, it compensates for what you do and then that's done but it has to be something you like that you love mm -hmm. that you can enjoy that's not going to give you stress and that's going to give you you know the life you want and yes, by the way, in between, you do have to live, enjoy your life. You still can have a family, you can have kids, you can have travel, you can do all the stuff. You can be your religious piece, whatever. Do all of it at the same time. Here's the thing. The one thing you cannot, you know, uh, lose is your health. If you lose your health, it's over. And you cannot allow anyone, boss, you know, like when we work in, in the workplace, there is this whole thing about bosses that are like, you know, and we have this in the culture. And you probably in Morocco, probably more than, than, than in the US, but you know, I've seen it in both worlds where people have, you know, those that get authority, they really think that they are like, you know, the end of the line. You cannot talk to them mm. cannot, and they treat you like you're just a, a robot or like a servant. No yeah. one should be, should be subjected to that period. And now if you're not, if I'm not respecting you and you're being disrespected by anyone, then it's time for you to move on. Don't think, oh, it's financially, I can't move from a job. Find something and move on. 
don't 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 take it. Here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna take it day one, week one, month one, year one. And guess what? If that's gonna do to you, it's gonna get to your body. It's gonna get to exactly. your psyche. And you're going to take it on your family. It's, you're going to take it on your health. And you know what? Some people drop dead. Some people get, you know, aneurysms. Some people get strokes. Some people get, you know, like psyche stuff. You do not want that. No yeah. one. No one. True stories. Oh, no. This is real stuff, you know. And, yeah. and you know, the pressures of life between the food, the, the world, the news, the information, the last thing you want is because here's the thing. If you're working for someone by the way when you work for yourself and we talk about that before we close the show is that it it's a lot of work the difference is you're doing something you enjoy and stuff but when you work for someone you know the last thing you want is to have stressful relationships at work because you're probably gonna we talked about nine to five that's that's one third of your day yeah. because the other third you're sleeping and the other ones you're doing different things so you might spend more time at work than with your family and so so if you think about that way you know you cannot live one third of a life or more in a stress mode. And, and then that actually takes home with you. It goes with you home. And so now you have worse, you know, because now you have, you know, marital problems, you have kids problems, you have issues with stuff. You're driving like a, a lunatic on the road because you're, you know, right. you, I mean, we've seen people getting ra road rage, you know, I mean, road rage, you know, in, 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 in why they're driving because they're like, ah, oh, you can't do that. So I can understand. We're giving you guys tips. That's all there is. Take it for what it's worth. If you don't, it's up to you. But no, it is real. Whatever we're giving you is the reality of life. It will hit you. If you're younger and you haven't experienced it, just know it's going to happen. If you're already in it and you know it's happening, now you know what to do. Make a difference for yourself. Start looking for options. Or should I wanted to add something. Yeah, yeah you, you really... Uh covered a lot and uh, you're right everyone needs to have that balance between the work the family the you know leisure the, the, the pleasure like leisure and travel and you know free time the me time spiritual spirituality is a very very important piece that we often forget spirituality is that piece that will let you ground it, but same time, knowing that you have so much potential that no one can stop you, no one can intimidate you with the boss, the media, anyone. So just make sure to have the balance and get connected to who you are, to your higher self, and know that your value, you have it. It's not linked to your country, to the country you are living in. Your value is not your diploma, is not your house, is not your car, is not your money. Your value is there no matter what. Once you, 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 you have this idea and you really em embody it, no one can shake you, no one can get to you. And anyway, you have the control, your remote control, it's yours. Unless you give it to someone, then they will stress you, they will intimidate you, they make you sick, you will spend nights thinking about work while you are not at work, spend weekends doing nothing because you are stressed from the other week and you will have to think about the next week 
adding to that all the other factors which country you are in if you are in canada welcome there is snow there is cold a lot of cold right we have there some of that too a mentality ah uh, yeah but yeah not as much <laughs> yeah yeah like there is there is a lot there is a lot so just be grounded know who you are know that you have a diamond inside of you that is a bit covered by some life event trauma and those things that still doable to remove that if you decide today to work on yourself to go inside and work on yourself there are some beliefs that we carry on with us and they are not serving us anymore so try to just be as peaceful as you can because guess what you are the actor of your life and you are the most important person in your life not the kids not the husband not the government not the country you are the most important person in your life so you have to take care of yourself you have to remember always that you are worthy you are powerful and you deserve what you want you deserve happiness you deserve to create the life you want but you can't arrive to all this very quickly i'm just giving you that this is true this is the truth the peace of mind you can get to it but you need to do the work not only the work the nine to five or the entrepreneurship now in between it's the work here the mindset work but awesome. everything is possible love it love it love it well Bush, just to clear you are the most important person because if you are not the best that you can be you cannot help the ones around you Absolutely. your kids your husband your wife your family in your country whatever if you're not functioning nobody's going to benefit from you it's like you know the the old plain thing put a mask on before you put you know you know on your kids right or or someone else absolutely absolutely and if you are sick let's say if you have a pain let's true example like the pain they 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 are around you they try to help you but the pain you'll absorb it yourself no one will share it with you so don't arrive to that point don't i remember one day i i went to see a doctor and she said okay you have to stop before your body stop means you are so stressed that if you don't stop working right now if you don't stop worrying right now if you don't stop thinking what others think about you if you don't work right now your body will not move the other day you stay in bed and we will not know for how long true story and this stay with me for a long time like i since that day i will i i've never let anyone stress me out or you know get to me you know if i need to take time i take time because my health my well-being is a priority without it i can do nothing health is everything it's the other the time is <clears throat> the most precious thing we have as a matter of fact you know any job will do without you the minute you are not there 
They'll replace you. They'll post a new, you know, posting to replace you instantly. Uh, a true story. Um, I, I I read this meme, but actually, we were doing a show a couple of weeks ago, and um, we were talking about autism, and uh, with one of the actors who was actually with Jamie Fox, and, and Jamie Fox is is a well known star. So th- this guy was with him in a this Kia Shine, another you know actor who was with him in the movie. That same day, he was actually with us. He just heard on the show just minutes before he got on that Jamie Foxx was hospitalized, which actually he's been in the hospital for the last three weeks. Um, what what I learned in between is that you know they, they were in the middle of shooting a movie. They replaced. You know, they had used a, a like a, a double for some scenes to continue to shooting while he was in the hospital. And again, think about that, right? You know, here is a famous, you know, and I love him. I mean, he's a great, you know, I, I love his, you know, acting as a person. And, you know, imagine that, you know, they didn't stop because he was, you know, like, you know, uh, sick or like all. They still do. Life goes on for whoever we are. Life's going to continue and people are going to do on. But if we are affected to your point, your pain is yours. And here's another thing I want to say. If you wake up on a month, if you're on Sunday <clears throat> getting palpitations and your heart is fast, Mm. you're not feeling good about Monday, then it's time for you to start rethinking your life. If, you know, if yeah. you're like looking forward to Friday, it's time for you to start making a difference and changing. That's, 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 that's your note. Because if you're not willing to get up on Monday and just do like, I'm excited about going to the work thing or whatever it is you're doing, entrepreneurial, or, then it's time for you to start reconsidering your life. And yes, is it going to be easy? Probably not, but you know, you learn, you do you, whatever, even if you have to absorb a little bit into your transit. But to your point, if you get to the point where your body is going to give up on you, well, guess what? I, I, you know, here's the thing we're in the States, we have something called family leave. Well, mm-hmm. you have 120 days after that, you come back, they don't guarantee your job. <laughs> so, so you know, you, that's four months out, 120 days is four months, right? That's just about right. It's you different to your, yeah. yeah. Well, again, every country is different, but so what's the point? They, they that's only given you you only get paid whatever you have and then eventually if you don't have any short-term you know leave kind of policy whatever mm-hmm. that's it then what happens you know they guarantee it through that period after that if you know you come back to say hey, you're gonna have to apply your job is no longer available that's it if you drop that you will be replaced so so no one no one should subject themselves to that Everybody should be prepared, for, you know, probably, and don't think that, you know, and, and you don't have to absorb things that you shouldn't because, again, you are taking that baggage with you every day to your loved ones and you're bringing it home. And yes, you know what? You snap at your family. Guess what? Now you have issues at home. Now, you know, now you're doubling the stress. Yeah. Is that going to yeah. help you? No. You see, if you got to think about it. So young folks. If you are in your midlife or whatever you are in your path, know that there is a good time is always today. Live the moment, enjoy life for what it's worth. And mm-hmm. you know, we had the pandemic. People were having future dreams in their mind and things like that. And next thing they know, they were gone. Absolutely. Right? So, yeah. so no one knows, folks. You know, just, just, just understand that this is for you. We are sharing with you guys some advice, some tips of of real life experience. And we do this with other people, you know, in other shows. And the purpose is to inspire, motivate, and educate, and enlighten people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know, Anabusha, you're coaching people as well. And so so the idea is that, you know, we are, this is a platform for you to learn from. And we bring you some resources, some opportunities, and some ideology 
that can help you. We're not asking you to break any rules. We're not asking you to do anything. Just do the right thing by you. Evaluate your life and then make the right decisions, the right courses. Whatever you want to do, you are yeah. to your point. I love what you said. You have the remote. You're in charge. You're the pilot. You're the, yeah. the captain of, you know, this is your journey. You're yeah. in charge. You're the, the, the writer. You can write a new chapter. The writer of, of your story. It's exactly. Absolutely. So, so do what you have to do, but you know, so, so last piece, I, I know we've, we've run a, a nice, nice show right now, uh, you know, almost, you know, a couple hours here, but, but it's worth every minute of it. One yeah. last thing is we talked about entrepreneurship, you know, it is ideal if you have a good idea, if you have what it takes, but understand when you are an entrepreneur, you know, yes, it's probably the best thing that you can do to yourself, you know, and you can invest and do other things. But know that it's long hours, it's work, but find something that mm -hmm. drives you, find something that's motivating you, find something that you can enjoy. And today you have more opportunities than ever with the social stuff, with the online businesses, e with opportunities, e-commerce, yeah. e so many things you can do. Uh, and, yeah. and you can learn things rapidly. So that's the other part, you know. So guys, you know, uh, we're about the end of the show today, but, but you know, really, I hope that you've benefited from some of the stuff we say. If you don't, it's okay. <laughs> you know, we hope that you do. Uh, and, uh, you know, but the concept is um, take some of the stuff we used and apply it, you know. And yeah. believe me, you will find that we are not giving you any hoax here or any like, you know, fluff. It's the real McCoy. This is the real yeah. thing, the real deal. Up to you to apply. And we've gone all the way from our, you know, college days to where we are today and what our experience is then. And, and we can do another show just to continue this discussion. And we will end up with another two hours. But you know what? It is an opportunity. If you think that there's more value, you can reach out to Bush. You can reach out to me, you know, and, and hey, listen, we're available to assist people and give you guidance. Uh, or you can watch, you know, Bushra is doing her own podcast. So catch on, you know, with hers, you know. And um, I know you, you focus on inspiration for women. Uh, so again, for yeah. ladies... Yeah. Uh, it's also uh, good for for men. It's aspiring leaders uh, with oh, Bushra, and it's 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 really bringing true stories and uh, talking about uh, success stories that that has always challenges and how people they navigate their challenges. It's it's women focused, but it's also good for for men. Yeah, Bushra, if someone wants to actually work with you as as a coach, you know, how do they get to you? Uh, Instagram for now is the best option to reach out to me. And, and your Bushra, uh, Bushra, shall we uh, official that? Uh, yeah, Bushra okay, official. Yep. Okay. So, so I it will be on it will be on the description. Show. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Bushra shall we official. Yeah. Yeah, it will be on the description show. So yeah, folks, again, you're watching, listening worldwide doesn't matter. By the way, we say you know we we've covered a lot more about the Morocco you know kind of opportunity. That applies to any other country, literally, and a lot of it applies to anywhere in the world that you are. Some of the stuff that we're saying is standardized. You know, we're trying to, because because of the theme, we're trying to focus more on our youth in, 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 in Morocco because it's the Morocco feed of it. But it is podcast that is, is worldwide. That is a talk show that is on everywhere. And anyone can benefit from it, literally, you know, uh, whether you're in Canada, in the U.S., or any part of the world. Um, you know, and uh, one is you learn about the different pieces of the cultures and, and, and the things. But two is what we've shared is the same thing that we share on other shows with different cultures or different themes. So it is all about you. It's about health, you know, about wellness, about motivation, inspiration, enlightenment and resources. And that's all there is. 
Any last words, Bushra, for today's uh, you know show? Um, yeah. So my uh, last word would be: you can build your dream life from anywhere, anywhere, See? any country, as long as you dream big. You believe in yourself. You do the work, the inner work, the business work, or the, the studies you need to do to do you know, to prepare for your dream life. And especially if you take your remote control and not give it away. Last piece is to surround yourself with people that will bring you up, not down. You are the average of the five people you hang up with. So make sure to be with the people they will bring you closer to your dream, uh, life, do the work, believe in yourself, believe in your dream, do the, the, the inner work, especially because it's so crucial to navigate life. Other than that, your health is your best currency in life. That's it. That's it. Uh, listen, you can, that's rich. I mean, that's that's an expensive advice and, and it's as rich as it gets. Uh, folks, again, um, can't stress it enough, you are at the helm. You're in charge. We're giving you some nuggets or some pieces of advice from us. And, you know, the rest is up to you. You got to do the work. It's your time, your investment, your money, your intellect, everything else. But at the end of the day, it is your health. And we just want you to be better and do better and succeed. As a matter of fact, if you succeed, we're happy for you. And that's really our, you know, one of our goals is to hopefully give this gift, you know, yeah. to the generations to come. And the current generations and whoever they are in part of the world, they can actually benefit from this. So, Bushra, it, it's been real. This was a, an interesting and a long, lengthy show, but but it was worth every minute of it, every second of it. Uh, and uh, hopefully someone out there will take heed and learn something from this. It was my real pleasure to, to be here and share some nuggets. And uh, I hope people, they take our experiences as a, as examples, so they can take the right decision for themselves and uh, and and be and be well. That's the most important thing. All right, there you have it, folks. So, so again, this was a dual, uh, you know, show from from the Morocco channel, featuring uh, Bushra Shawi, and uh, she's follow her podcast, you know, and follow her coaching, uh, you know, please do. And uh, um, she's she's here to share value and. Uh, She'll be back more and more, and uh, we'll have different discussions, but definitely also reach out to her directly for her own platform and her own work. And that's about it. You know, I'm Hurricane H, and uh, it's been real. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. All right, everyone. Bye. We'll be talking soon. Bye, everyone.